9.45, and according to new research at the, out of the University of McMaster, two out of three young mothers have at least one mental health problem. And here to talk about it, Ryan Van Lee Schout. He is associate producer in the Department of Psychiatry at McMaster University. Ryan, welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Thanks for having me, Kelly. It's nice to be here. Uh, this is a pretty important um piece of research you know mental health is at the fore right now and i think it's incredibly important because uh there's so much stigma that we need to get rid of surrounding mental health so that we can all address the um the problems with it uh, in a way that is thoughtful but how do you categorize young mothers here like who is a young mother yeah, so in our study, uh, we, we, we called women under the age of 21 uh, a young mother. Um, so, and, and, and they were either older, they were between the ages of 15 and 21 at the time. Uh, and we picked this group because, you know, th- these young women face a lot of challenges, not only after they uh, deliver their baby, but even before, and so are at higher risk. So uh, the major findings of this study, maybe we can go through them and, and uh, break down how we can use the findings in order to, you know, help these women. For sure. So, you know, using a sample of uh, 450 young Canadian mo- mothers, uh, we found that two out of three had, had at least one mental, one mental health problem and 40% of them had, uh, had more than one. So these rates are uh, two to four times higher than we found in in mothers who were over the age of 21, and, and we're also uh, two to four times higher than uh, a group of teenagers that we that we sh- selected from the general population who didn't have children. So what we were surprised to find is most of the research in this area has suggested that these young women struggle with postpartum depression, but we also found that they that they have a have a higher risk of a fair number of anxiety problems, things like generalized anxiety disorder and, and social anxiety, as well as some more um, problems with conduct like oppositional defiant disorder and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. So they had quite high rates and, and they really were across the board. Um, and so, you know, we were, we were you know, interested that, that the rates were so high and, but not, not terribly surprised. Um, this research, we, in this research, we used uh, structured diagnostic interviews to assess mental health problems, which is really the gold standard measure. Most previous studies in the area had used questionnaires and things like that where people check boxes. And so when we met with these women and interviewed them, we felt that was a real strength of the study. Did you originally go in thinking this was a high-risk group when it came to mental health challenges? We thought that they, we thought that they would be, but we were surprised at how high the rates were and maybe a bit surprised at just... Uh, that they struggle with things really across the board. And you're talking about depression and anxiety, hyperactivity. Um, what does this say about their ability to parent after the child comes along? Yes, the, the amazing thing about these young women is that even though they face so many challenges, you know, they, they are, the, the vast majority are, are really striving, all of them are really striving to be the best parents that they can be. And even though, you know, they are struggling, they, they do the best they can you know, working to, to become the best parents uh, possible. So the results of your study, um, being aware of the fact that these women are dealing with, you know, two out of three of uh, the women uh, are dealing with, uh, these young mothers are dealing with mental health problems. Are you hoping that this will lead to better supports, not only for the mothers, but for the children of these mothers? Yes, we're really hopeful for that. Um, one of the things that, that, that this research, I think, highlights is the importance of trying to screen and detect problems in these mothers. 
And, and while we know that they do have higher risks, uh, there really can be a difficult population to engage in treatment. They have a lot of barriers in the way of transportation and childcare and so forth. And so we, we think that, that we really need to start to develop broad, inclusive partnerships between healthcare, education systems, and social services so that we can support these mothers on, on their journey to recovery so that they can, we can sort of break that intergenerational transmission of, of psychiatric problems. Give me an idea of what, you know, one of these partnerships could look like. Yeah, so in, in Niagara region, we're actually doing some work with a community organization called Strive Niagara and collaborating with, uh, with, with them uh, in, in some classroom settings down there to see if public health nurses can deliver transdiagnostic treatments, uh, psychotherapeutic treatments to, to mothers. So, you know, really trying to find new ways to, to get to them and bring the treatments to them instead of having them uh, have to come to, to the healthcare system, which can be really, uh, really difficult for them. Are they, you know, the young motherhood and, you know, all of the uh, challenges that uh, come along with young motherhood, is there also a stigma associated with, you know, uh, some of these mothers having kids? I would assume some of them have them, uh, you know, outside a partnership. They're single mothers. Does that keep them away from some of the supports that would be available to them? Yes, I think those are big challenges, you know, and it's hard enough to, to raise children when you have two two parents there, but when you have a you know, a single parent and someone who's quite young and still finding themselves, uh, it can be a real challenge because who watches the child if the child can't come to the appointments and so forth. And we all, any of us who have children know that, that getting, getting, you know, even getting out to the store can be a real challenge when you have a little one. Now, the, this study had been going on for quite a while, right? Yes, it, it took a couple of years to, to sort of, we finished it a, over a year ago, but we were looking carefully at the data and, and trying to, to, to sort of uh, find a way to, to sort of present it so that it could have the biggest impact. What was, what was your major challenge about, you know, presenting the data? What, what, uh, what stood in your way? Um, I think that the, there were just so, there were so many outcomes that we looked at. We looked at, at, at sort of mental health problems across the broad spectrum. Uh, we were looking at service utilization, which we didn't put into, into this paper. So we were trying to, to come up with a way to present it so that, um, so that we we could sort of highlight their difficulties while also sort of identifying strengths and, and where we needed to go next or so where the field needs to go next. This study could lead to other papers. Yes, yes. So we're, we're, we're going to continue to try to, to figure out, you know, what services they're using, what those barriers are and so forth to try to try to optimize their engagement, try to optimize their engagement and uh, really help them get treated so that they can they can meet their personal and family goals. I want to thank you for your time, Ryan. It's uh, been a pleasure talking to you, and I hope that these partnerships actually come to uh, fruition and, and these women get the care and, and help that they need. Thanks very much, Kelly. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. That is uh, Ryan uh, Van Lee Schout. He is a associate prof- professor in the Department of Psychiatry at McMaster University.